You are listening to Create an Unstoppable Life, episode number 80, Stories. Create an Unstoppable Life is for people who want to get out of their own way and build a life of personal and professional fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and mindset coach, and a family medicine doctor. And I am so glad you're here. Welcome back. I am so glad you're here. It's April 18th. Has this been the longest month ever? The longest year ever? Who knew all these changes that were going to be in store on January 1st? I thought this year was just about getting out of my own way. (laughs) Back in December, set five targets to do that. Little did I know there was a pandemic in store and one that has affected everyone. Sending a virtual hug like undoubtedly you are challenged in some ways or many ways. Speaking of targets, have you reevaluated yours for 2020? Like I'm not even joking, gone back, see what you were thinking, what was important five months ago, what you wrote down. Here's my five. First, half marathon. Planned initially for May that got canceled and then changed to October and I'm up to running five miles at a time. Running for me is totally a mental game to to get past that physical discomfort. I like to be the woman who ran, so I like it after it's over because that means I pushed past the discomfort, I managed it, I figured out how to keep going, and my goal in the next couple months is to be up to 10 miles, which I think is a good place to be for October. I recently started thinking, well, if I can do a half, do I want to do a marathon? I've decided let's wait and do the half first before making that decision. (laughs) All right, number two is the weight goal. This is another mental challenge. And I was there. I hit it back in February. I was like, yes, smile. I'm now eight pounds away. Graham crackers, dark chocolate. Ooh, too many of those as a way to soothe my discomfort over the past month or so. I've had enough of it though. I've returned back to managing my mind, getting back on track to that goal. Number three, time freedom. Accomplished. I do two things now. I coach and I do hospital medicine. And I love that combination. To me, it is total freedom. Number four, financial freedom. That means debt-free, including our mortgage. Craig and I had this visualized. We still do. December 31, screaming we're debt-free. All of the excitement and joy of it. And here's what's happened. It hasn't gone as anticipated. (laughs) Smile. We purchased a house. We found one. It's cute. It's fun. It's in an area we want to be in with the goal of downsizing our space, downsizing our mortgage. We have our house up for sale and it's still for sale. So, so far we've doubled our mortgage debt. Again, smile. And number five, business goal. This one, I'm early on in this goal. I'm excited about the journey. I've been coaching more than ever, and it really brings it to life, how real, how relevant, how necessary, and how much is possible. The process of transforming our lives means doing things we've never done before. Like you've noticed that, right? And it's not like climbing stairs. You don't do one and the next, and you're always making progress as long as you just take the next step. It's like being in a maze. And you have to become, I have to become strategic about the maze 
to know where I've been, create mental markers so that if I'm repeating the same things, I realize it, to have a plan and adjust it, try many new things, new ways, and work through the discomfort of the whole thing. So wherever you are, wherever in your targets or your goals, you're not alone. You'll notice in mine, I am all the way from just starting to accomplished. So you don't have to give up. You don't have to lower the bar. It's simply a matter of figuring it out, how to pivot and keep going, especially during this time of a pandemic, because everything you accomplish now is going to be amplified when we're through this. All of the strength will be amplified, all of the perseverance, all of the rewards as well. Moving on to today's episode, stories. Here's how each episode is created. It's from a love to play with thinking, play with language, try new things on, new questions, new techniques, new goals, new new guidance. Just try it on and see what shifts within me. Does it shift my perspective? Does it allow me to see myself differently? Does it help me stay on track or focused? To see what doors can open up, what new adventures can be created, and how can I get closer to that place within me that's abundant and creative and has infinite resources and energy? And that's the premise of today's episode. We tell ourselves stories all the time. Did you know that? Like, do you really know that? It's in the form of what we think about, what our mind comes up with. Except we don't label them as stories. We don't realize they're stories. We think they're true. We think it's real, relevant. We have a ton of evidence on why it's absolutely true. We believe everything we think. We consider it a fact. And it's fascinating. And a huge source of our own pain our self-created pain. Here's an example. When we believe we have no money, that generates an emotion. The emotion might be fear, doubt, uncertainty, scarcity. Notice there's no definition of what no money means. It could mean zero dollars in a bank account. It could also mean a thousand dollars as a miniature emergency fund. It can mean six months of emergency expenses, but nothing else. But it can also mean only two years of emergency expenses. You see where this is going? How no money could pretty much mean anything? How no money is a story? Here's another one. Nobody cares. Wow, that creates an emotion, right? Like if you say to yourself, nobody cares... Do you all of a sudden feel isolated or alone, maybe sad or overwhelmed? Nobody cares. That's a story too. And it's a story that doesn't exist alone. It invites other characters into the story. I don't have any friends. My family attached labels, fill in the blank on that one. I'm going to be alone the rest of my life. I'm not going to have or experience or be. Whew, that's a painful story. Can you see the story that follows the statement? And when we believe it, the brain looks for more evidence that it's true. Like it looks for ways to protect us. Oh, you don't need anyone. Oh, you can take care of yourself. That protection just fortifies the story, makes the story more real, more true, more reasons to think it and believe it. Okay, one more. 
I'm never going to be able to finish my work at work. Do you chart from home? Do you answer email from home? Do you spend a lot of extra hours at the office to catch up or finish up? Could that be a story too? And buying into that story creates pain because functioning with the belief that the work will never be finished at work is demoralizing, maybe even embarrassing or frustrating, and it's difficult to solve a problem from that place, especially if you don't realize the problem is the story. Stories are the context that we apply to the world around us. Like we label something, we store it, we try to make sense out of something, then we just file it away and we keep going. Most of the time without even realizing that we're doing it. And it's what makes coaching so powerful to be in a space with a guide to explore the stories and start to see them as stories, start to see them as optional or challenge them. And the guide teaches you how to write a different story. There's a variety of topics that I've been coaching around lately. But the central theme is that the story my clients are telling themselves is hurtful and painful. They're telling themselves that they're not good enough, not working hard enough, that they're failing at everything they do. And those stories, they've been given so much power, so much perceived evidence. Note the word perceived. The evidence may or may not be true. It, in fact, it probably isn't. It's just distortions. I work with high achievers and they, which means we, beat the hell out of ourselves. Like we have the capacity to understand so much, understand what phenomenal looks like, what perfect looks like. And we think we should be there right now in every aspect of our life. We should have it all together. We should be better than this. And that too is just a story. It's a well-rehearsed one, a familiar one, an easy one to go to. And when we fall into that story, when we allow it to grab our attention and steal our emotion, then there's nothing left to try something new. And I say this with utmost respect. I do it, even now. Notice within the stories you tell yourself. Notice the comparison, the judgment of yourself, of others, the blame, the shame. Notice the lack of power. Like, do you have any sense of power or authority in your life with some of the stories that go on in your mind? Can you imagine telling a small child some of the stories you tell yourself? You really should have done that better. And in fact, all the work you do sucks. You've been walking for a few months now. You shouldn't be tripping anymore. You learned how to ride a bike last week. What do you mean you're scared of falling? You can form the letter A. Why can't you write it in cursive? I'm taking you all over the place on purpose to see the stories you're telling yourself that are about as effective as poison. To see the accepted things that occur in your mind and how they go unchallenged and how they silently steal from you time, energy, resources. To see the way you talk to yourself, which means the stories in your mind or what you would never say to a small child or your favorite person. And note, we're only talking about you. My clients have amazing and generous hearts. Kind, giving, talented, resourceful, accomplished, 
And 90 plus percent of the time, they don't even know it. They don't remember it because they're telling themselves stories, stories that they're not good enough. You know, there's the you in the moment, like the you right now. And there's the you on your very best day when you're excited and passionate and thrilled to be in your life. And you know what stands between the two? The stories. Here's a story. There was a girl who always wanted to be a doctor. From the age of five, she saw her grandmother was hospitalized repeatedly, who was sick, had a bad heart. And she saw the doctors come in and leave and how they could help her grandma. And she wanted to be like them. Except no one in her family had gone to college. No one had really excelled in school. No one knew how to teach her. How to teach her at her level in a way that she would understand and thrive. No one knew how to teach her how to get out of her own way or show her that she was getting in her own way. To show her how she was avoiding emotion and that she was afraid of failure and that she half-assed everything she did and it was enough to get by. Enough to get through college, but not enough to get accepted to medical school. And she applied for what she thought was enough times, but didn't get accepted. And she gave up. Eh, It wasn't meant to be. She just wasn't good enough. How's that story? (laughs) Sad. What do you hear in the story? Did you hear that purpose, that calling? Did you hear the obstacles, the ones that needed to be overcome? And then did you hear that she was powerless, jumbled, telling herself that no one knows how to give this to her, telling herself that she's doing all she can and it's not good enough and she quits? Did you see the hero in the story gives up and she believes that it was supposed to go that way? Now imagine five years, ten years later, do you think that story affects her? Like every single day? Every time something doesn't work out, every no, every rejection, every perceived failure, you think she continues to tell herself that she's just not good enough? It's not meant to be? She believes the story. It didn't work out before. Why would it work out now? What stories are you telling yourself? What if you looked at all of your thoughts, everything your mind comes up with, and started labeling it as simply a story? started looking at it as the characters, the obstacles, and what the characters are telling themselves, what the characters are tolerating, and how they're getting in their own way. We all want to tell the story of the hero winning. Like, weren't you cheering for that five-year-old who was then a 10-year-old who went to college? Weren't you cheering for her? What we don't realize is that we can be the hero of our story. We can be the hero that overcame the obstacles. That hero we can believe in. The one, even if they have to risk, even if they suffer, that hero that learns to adjust and ask for help and do what they didn't want to do to make something happen, to become the one who wins. Really think about this. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. You want more in life. There are stories holding you back. They're your stories. They were probably written without you realizing it, but they've been memorized and lived out daily and influence every aspect of your life because nothing you do is in isolation. We can all write a better story. 
We can take responsibility for the one that we're telling ourselves right now, the one that we're living. And we can believe that that story is worn out and play with this language. See what works for you. The story's worn out, outdated, ineffective, irrelevant. Whatever language you need to detach from that story, let it no longer be your story. You can give yourself grace and freedom to move on. Maybe the language sounds like this. I used to be the one that was afraid of change. I used to be the one that expected others to make things better for me. I used to be angry about all the things I could not control. I no longer have to be. That way is keeping me from becoming better. It's keeping me from becoming stronger. Use the language that speaks to you. Create it. Because here's what a story can sound like. That same girl who's five at the hospital watching doctors taking care of her grandmother, who believes that she can do that, she wants to do that, she wants to help others, she wants to learn as much as she can and share it because she sees the value and she's only five. Yes, she screwed up and kept trying. She held on to the belief that it's possible. She had no idea what to do, where to go, how to make things happen. She stumbled. She fell. She got it wrong. She didn't know how to be accepted by an unfamiliar community because she was blue collar. But that girl, she found opportunities. She studied and lived abroad. She married an amazing man. She served in AmeriCorps and she figured it out. She went back to the basics. She took the MCAT for the third time. She wrote the essays for the fourth time. She built a stronger application and she found the money to apply because they had, that couple, had limited financial resources. And the fourth application was accepted. She attended the military medical school. She graduated with honors and without debt. And that girl is talking to you right now. And she's living an entirely different story. The story you tell yourself is yours. You can be the hero. You could also be powerless and at the mercy of others and run out of energy and quit because you don't have enough support. You can stop the current story anytime, regardless of your age. You can be 90 and write a new story. It's like walking out of a movie theater. When you're sitting there, you're observing a movie you have no interest in. It doesn't resonate. You always have a choice. You can leave. You can decide the story isn't working for you. It's not helping you achieve your targets. It's not serving your family well. It's draining your energy. You don't have to be the villain. You don't have to be the hero that quits. You don't have to label yourself as failure. You can simply choose. This is no longer your story. A while ago, something happened, and I don't really remember the details of it, I only remember my response because I wanted to be so clear in my head and so intentional with my response. I accept that this is our story at the moment, but in no way do I believe this is who we are or what we stand for or the story we are going to continue to write, period. My friends, we have so much power within us when we choose the story when we use the language that feeds our soul, that inspires our brain, that allows us to be agile. Tony Robbins says, change your story, change your life. You want different results? 
detach from the old story, break up with it, fire it, kick it out, use whatever language you need so that you truly see it as unwanted, unnecessary, that you create the freedom to walk away from it because the hero can still be the hero and walk away. And repeat that every time it comes up. It continues to come up. That's how the human brain works. It reminds us of pain. But you get stronger. And the story, it comes around less. And if you don't believe me, just borrow my belief and get started. Allow yourself to write a new story with vibrant characters, with purpose and passion, ready to experience life at a whole new level and ready to experience the frustration of being new and having things be awkward. And let your story be full of permission to learn, be imperfect, laugh when the old story comes up and no longer be paralyzed by it. And let the story have moments of reflection on how far you've come and what you've overcome so far. And let it be full of reminders on why this all matters. You know, from my story, what I realized is how much pain that I created and I didn't have to. And how much pain that I was continuing to create and I didn't have to. And I believe that others do it too. That's how I became who I am today. That's how I'll keep going. That's my story. One client recently used the term mental gymnastics. And I think it's so fun. You can play mental gymnastics to grow your thinking. Write your story. Rewrite your story. Write it as many times as it takes to expand and create a map. You know, we talked about that maze earlier. Create a map of the maze rather than continue to run around and get stuck or lost in it. This is your story, which is your life. Choose a winning one. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. And in fact, the more hell you've been through, the better the story. Allow yourself to be the hero and give the hero what he or she needs to fuel the challenge, to overcome the obstacle because you can. And that's what changes your life. That's what changes the world around you. Create an unstoppable life. Change your story. Change your life. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you next time. Ciao. Are you ready to create an unstoppable life? To start dreaming again and working towards it? I'd love to talk with you. Sign up for a discovery call at georgemdcoaching.com. You can find it on the work with me page.